0: Hey, welcome to Alex Listens, a podcast about philosophy, politics, race, and mental health. This is your host, Alex Hamo. Today I'm going to be talking about a range of things. I'm going to be reflecting on my experience of depression, I'm going to be looking at some of the reasons why I think I was depressed, why, I, why this is something that I suffer from. I'm also going to be analysing some of the ways in which today's society pushes us towards depression. I'm going to be criticising A lot of the internet culture around productivity and work and this kind of thing. You know, YouTubers making videos about how to maximize your efficiency and this kind of thing. Before we get into the episode, uh, a few quick things. First of all, if you're enjoying the podcast or any of the other content I make, please support it. You can do so by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, by subscribing on whatever platform you're on. Um, or by supporting me on Patreon or PayPal. There are links to both Patreon and PayPal in the bio for this episode. Secondly, you should follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at AlexListens, and I'm on TikTok at AlexListens, and I'm pretty active on both, so if you ever want to get in touch, there's the place to reach me. And finally, if you're listening to this podcast, you can actually watch it. I'll post a video recording of it on YouTube. There'll be a link to my YouTube channel in the bio. Thanks for being here, and enjoy the episode. Why am I depressed? This is a question I've asked myself many times over the years. And I think a lot of the reasons behind my depression are very unclear, very hard to isolate. I don't know why some days I wake up and it's very hard for me to get out of bed. I don't know why other days it's fine and I'm able to do things and I feel driven. But one thing that I have noticed is that a lot about the culture in the West surrounding productivity outcomes, drive motivation and this kind of thing, a lot about this culture is extremely suffocating and has personally felt very alienating. So let me go into this a little bit. So I was raised in a migrant family. Uh, My family always valued drive and ambition and naturally I absorbed this and embodied it. and I think I'm a pretty driven and ambitious person. I have a very hard time not doing things. And so a lot of my sense of self is orientated around my capacity to produce. And so being depressed is like the kryptonite of productivity, um, of being able to produce. And so when I am depressed, I find it very hard to be in touch with my reasons for doing things. I find it very hard to put myself in the work that I make. Um, And this is a very upsetting thing because a lot of my identity is tied up with what what I make. I draw a lot of meaning from the things that I make. And what I've realized is that so much of my identity is tied up with what I produce, that I don't think I have a very good sense of who I actually am outside of my projects. And I don't think this is something that we're taught to do in the West. I think that we have this, in fact, I think we're taught to do the opposite thing. We're taught to alienate ourselves and focus on what we're able to make. Um, and associate who we are with what we're able to make rather than treating the self as something that is independent from, you know, any kind of product or any kind of outcome or any kind of thing that we are making. And this is quite alarming because presumably it's going to be very important for people to know who they are, but think about how many times you've come to the end of, an exam period, or you've reached some deadline or something, submitted a big assignment at work or at university or whatever, and then you've just felt hollow and empty afterwards. And I think one explanation for this is that we don't know how to spend time that isn't kind of hyper driven and hyper organized and directed towards some particular outcome. We don't know how to be still. We don't know how to be free from distraction. Um, And we go out of our way to avoid distraction. You know, we have social media, um, we have music, we we have all kinds of things that take us out of our bodies. It's very hard to establish a relationship with any of these things in such a way that it brings us back into our bodies and back into who we actually are. And I think this is a huge contributed to my depression because, because when I start thinking about this, when I start realizing that for months, I have been working hard on various different projects and not kind of examining who I actually am, but you know, that whole time I've been conflating who I am with the work that I'm making, I begin to get quite distressed and I begin to think that I have lost myself. I have forgotten that I'm actually this thing that is alive. I guess I've lost my sense of self in my work or in my drive or in my ambition. It's almost as if, you know, the more driven I am, the less depressed I am, the less connection I have with myself. And then when I'm depressed, things slow down and all of this introspection happens. And I realize that I don't actually know who I am, that all that I am, it feels is just the things that I make, the work that I do. And obviously work is very important. I'm not saying that, you know, we shouldn't, I'm not saying that we shouldn't produce things or we shouldn't do things that feel meaningful for us. But what I'm saying is that I think that a lot of my, a lot of the kind of crises that I have, the mental crises come from an inability to separate myself from the things that I make. Maybe I'm just making a big mistake here. Maybe it's not actually possible to separate yourself from the things that you make. And maybe I should just accept that this is what I am. I am that a lot of my identity is in fact contained in producing and making. But, you know, I've studied philosophy for a number of years and there's a lot of philosophers who entertain this idea of a self. A self that exists independent of commitments to making things or commitments to a university or commitments to a job. When we have time away from these commitments, when we aren't making things, I feel like most of us fall apart. It's almost like I freak out. I ask myself who I am. I try and spend time that isn't just, you know, me distracting myself constantly from... Myself by going on social media or watching movies or reading or whatever And whenever I have these whenever I try and be still I Realize that there isn't much there it feels like there isn't a remotely coherent sense of self that exists outside of projects and meaning and it feels like the 25 years that I've been on this planet every single year. I've been bombarded with the same message make things make more work more be more productive And I've never been shown very clearly how to get in touch with who I actually am, how to use still moments, how to, like, enjoy not working. This is something that I'm beginning to notice about my depression, that a lot of my sense of self is connected with my work, and when I'm unable to work for whatever reason, maybe because I'm depressed, I begin to feel as though I don't know who I am. And this makes me even more depressed, There's this funny kind of cycle. And one thing that I've done to try and answer the question of who I am is, you know, <laughs> go on the internet or read self-help books and listen to people who, you know, talk about how to do more, how to kind of get more in touch with yourself and this kind of thing, how to find meaning in life. And I think that the vast majority of these people, especially people who talk about productivity on YouTube, they have no regard for one's sense of self. All they have regard for is outcome. Um, and often all they have regard for is money. And I think that unfortunately today's culture around self help and around being more productive and being more useful where we're being pushed is further away from the self and towards identifying the self with with work, with the product, with the outcome. And so, you know, the theory is you should become more validated, you should become more satisfied the more you're able to make. And I guess I want to challenge this theory. I don't think that it's right for us to always have to rely on what we're able to make in order to feel satisfied, in order to feel validated. I think that in fact, what we should be encouraged to do is learn how to appreciate the still moments the moments where we're not being hyper productive because my my theory is that this is where the self lights this is where we're going to discover what's actually meaningful for us because think about think about like you know some very kind of pivotal moments in in your life some pivotal moments for me are when i'm listening to music or when i'm watching a movie or you know, when I'm walking with a friend or talking to someone and I get a, I realize what's important for me. I realize that something that I really care about is, you know, spending quality time with friends or, you know, kind of relaxing and listening to music. And I'm only reminded of these like once every six months. And then in between these kind of six month intervals, I forget. And I just focus on work. And then every six months I'm reminded of what I, what is beautiful for me and what I care about, then instantly I forget about these things. I forget about what I actually care about or what, I, what is kind of speaking to this, this self that I have and I return to work. And so this is a challenge that I'm trying to wrap my head around at the moment. It feels like a very complex one. I don't think the answer is to work more or to read more self-help books or to watch more productivity tips on YouTube, because I think that inevitably the outcome of these is that you're going to be pushed further away from yourself and towards identifying with products and with outcome. And I don't necessarily think that's right, because I think that there is a self inside you that can be identified with. And I think that that self is always going to be more important than what you're able to produce. So there's my, there's my kind of cognitive challenge of the day. This is what I've been thinking about recently. Thanks for listening. If you're listening, thanks for watching. If you're watching, and always you can get in touch with me on social media, at Alex Listens on Instagram or on TikTok or something like that. At Alex Listens. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting it via Patreon. There'll be a link in the bio, or by PayPal. There's also a link in the bio. Have a nice day. Take care.